Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll teach you how to be proactive in your thoughts and actions. I'll also be interviewing spiritual teacher and internationally best-selling author of The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, who reviews his latest book that he co-authored with Barbara Emerys, entitled The Actor. This book teaches you how to live an authentic life. For more information about Don Miguel Ruiz, please visit miguelruiz.com. You may also purchase his book on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Being proactive in your thoughts and actions. Have you ever heard somebody say, you make me so mad, or it's not my fault that I did that, you made me do it. When you stop and think about that, that doesn't really make much sense, does it? And of course, we've always heard nobody can make you do anything, but unfortunately, we all fall victim to that mindset from time to time. Why do you think that is? Usually, those thoughts and actions are developed when we're a child. Often, it's created out of frustration. Somebody does something to us, and we automatically go on the attack or the defense because it's our way of learning how we interact in society. If we learn to defend ourselves or learn to respond in a way that doesn't seem weak, then we automatically move up in the chain of command with our family and peers. What I mean by that is this, the older we get, the more introspection and more experience we have to understand our place in the world, to understand what's healthy for us. However, if we've not taken the time for self-reflection and to understand our place in the world, or really understand how we view ourselves. Unfortunately, those same thoughts and behaviors that protected us as children will continue to plague our life. What worked for us as a child doesn't work for us as an adult. So if you think about it, if somebody says something or does something to you and you respond in a very dramatic or defensive way, today, does it really serve a purpose for you? When you have some time to reflect, was it the healthiest choice you could have made in that moment? Probably not. And of course, there's no judgment here whatsoever because we all are learning and growing and developing to become the healthiest version of ourselves. One reason why it's so important to be proactive in our thoughts and our actions is because in doing so, we can lead a life that's authentic with ourselves. It moves us more towards a place of allowing peace and tranquility and creativity in our life as opposed to the opposite of that, of causing more discord, of disagreements, of anger, of frustration in our life. And of course, there's a time and place to be defensive, but there's also a time and place to be proactive. The way to recognize if you're being proactive or not is when you're speaking with someone, if you get a spike of emotion, let's say an emotion of anger, a frustration, a feeling hopeless, that is going to automatically generate a feeling of defensiveness, which then automatically makes you go on autopilot from what you learned as a child. And if you find that historically, your response doesn't net you or doesn't give you a healthy dialogue with someone, more than likely, you're about to be reactive as opposed to being proactive. So the rule of thumb is this. Anytime you feel that spike of emotion, you have to create a brief moment 
of reflection to say, okay, what are my choices? I can respond in the way that I've typically responded, and I know that doesn't work for me, or I can respond in a healthier way for myself. And when you can create that brief stop and think to really reflect on that, you'll find that you have multiple choices. In fact, I just finished reading this fantasy series called Fury of a Rising Dragon by Sever Brawny, which I highly recommend. And he had something in his book that I found was really fascinating. In this book, the young hero recognizes that he has five choices, which I thought was really fascinating because usually we think it's either one or the other. But in this book, they talk about the five different choices that one has. And those choices are as follows. You can either engage with the negative behavior or the opposite behavior, or do both of them, or do neither of them, or come up with a brand new idea that you've never thought of before. So when you hear someone say, I had no choice, well, in fact, there are five different choices. So that's one thing to really consider. When you feel like your back is against the wall, remember you always have a choice. You always have an opportunity to do one of five options, and each of those will give you a certain response. And you get to figure out which one is healthiest for you. So today, create that stop and think. Anytime you feel a spike of emotions, be proactive in what you say and what you do, and that will move you in the direction of self-development. I have a fantastic interview today with Don Miguel Ruiz. His latest book, The Actor, creates a platform for each one of us to recognize that we are all actors on a stage of life. How we respond, how we represent ourselves in the world is truly our choice. So stay tuned for this awesome interview. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is Don Miguel Ruiz, who is a renowned spiritual teacher and internationally best-selling author of the Toltec Wisdom series, including The Four Agreements, The Mastery of Love, and The Voice of Knowledge. He's here today to discuss his latest book that he co-authored with Barbara Emerys, entitled The Actor. Welcome to my show, sir. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you. It Thank is a pleasure. Thank you for inviting yeah, me. Of course. It's my <laughs> honor as well. It's so funny. I uh, was talking to a few people, some friends in the, in the past week, and three of them said, have you ever heard of the book called The Four Agreements? And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm going to be interviewing him as well. It was one lady who was um, about to give birth to her child, and it, when she was reading the book, it really helped her understand her new role as a mother. Another one was, a, was a, a student that's going to university and helping her understand how to interact and become the person she wants to become at university. And the other one was um, their, their office actually gave it to them for business. And so she was able to really flourish uh, after reading that book as well. So it was kind of interesting how the universe or God created all that together. So I'm going to be interviewing you right now. <laughs> you know, yes, this book is going any direction of life. Yes. Really Whatever is. they do, it, it can apply perfectly. Yes, it really is. And we're going to jump into the actor in just a second because I want my listeners to go out and purchase this book as well. But what I wanted to get more information about you is there may, your backstory and how you grew up is maybe a little bit different than ma many people understand. Can you give us a little bit of, of your history of how you grew up? Okay, well, yes. Uh, my family was, uh, was poor and... And you know, I have a privilege to have a great great parents mm -hmm. who they 
teach me since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And they really did a wonderful job. They let me know that whatever I dream, it can be true if I go for it, if I put yes. my will. Yes. And that's really interesting because a lot of times, you know, and I respectfully to the younger generations, but sometimes they forget that if you, with hard work comes what you're able to, to whatever you perceive in your mind with the hard work is how you're able to, to actually manifest it. You were also the, the youngest of 13 children and you were, yeah. Yes, go ahead. And you were, and what I read about you as well is that you are a medical doctor and after unfortunately a very traumatic car crash that you, you had this epiphany and this change that caused you to kind of re- re-look at life and help you recognize that there may be something more for you as well. Is that correct? Yes, I used to have uh, the theory. I understand the teaching from my mother, my mm-hmm. grandfather. It was very interesting, but when I had that accident, it was no longer a theory. Yes, yes. It was for real. I knew I am not my physical body, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Then. The rest is just to understand, you know, with a scientific mind, I want to understand why and give answers to everything. Mm-hmm. And it took me years. I practiced a surgery for a while until it got the moment when I decide to leave the medical profession and go into the mind to understand completely the mind because I really didn't understand why humanity is the way it is. And I started working with apprentices for around 10 years, and the result was the four agreements. Mm. That comes when the mind was so clear for me. I understood the mind very well. I see the complexity of everything. I see what the problem is, and I see the solution. And of course, the, the problem is the domestication of the humans. Sure, exactly. And That's very true. I give the tools how to face it. And that was the four agreements. Well, really, the five agreements. But I only uh, did the, the first four agreements because I consider that the, the last agreement, the fifth agreement, uh, will arrive when everybody will be ready for that Practice agreement. Practice the first four, sure. sure. Fortunately, my son Jose decided to publish that book, and I participate by speaking about the first four agreements. That's amazing. You know, it's so interesting how life, we have a certain path, and then life happens. And then that, when that happens, we then have a choice. Do I go with a new version of who I am, who I, who I should become, or do I stay where I was before? And I think it's such a powerful lesson for all of us that it's important to be open to all different opportunities because opportunities will continue to come in our life. And if we're not prepared for it or look for it, unfortunately, we will stay where we were before. Well, you know, we have the same physical body. And this is not exactly true because it's shifting all the time. Mm-hmm. It changed being a child and an adolescent uh, to get old. Sure. We live in that physical body. What really is important is the transformation of the mind, how yes. we shift the way we perceive everything, how, how, can, how we see our world shifting all the time and yeah. the role that we play in humanity. 
And I think that's a great transition into your book, The Actor. And the reason why is because, like you said, in everything we do, every place we go, we change and become someone else. For example, I'm talking to you right now as a radio host, but when I'm talking to perhaps my little dog or I'm talking to a friend, perhaps my, the role I play is going to be different. And the understanding of how do, who am I and what am I doing allows me to be much more succinct with it, allows me to be much more um, successful with it. What was the reason for you to write this book? When you, when you and Barbara sat down and said, let's write this, what was the reason behind that? Well, you see that all my books have a, a, a logical sequence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then a book before uh, before this one, it was the three questions. Oh. Uh, uh -huh. And after that, we decided to to create a, a series of four books, at least, uh, the mystery school, where life is the teacher, is the master, and is revealing to us step by step. And the first book is the actor. We understand, we know without a doubt that we all are actors, yes. even if we are not aware of that. Uh -huh. We are acting all the time. And before we was born, uh, the stage was prepared for us. They was ready. When we was born, we was the, we was the attraction of everybody. Yes, yeah, and it's they, true. It's true. And they teach us how to act. Yes. You know, our parents. Mm -hmm all brothers and sisters going to school, they teach us how to behave. They was expected for us to be in a certain way and everybody have a different opinion of us. Yes. Which yes. means that we have critics all around. Yes. And we have to please all those critics. And we create an image of ourselves that we want to present to everyone but by doing that, we start losing our authenticity. Yes. And I think that's a really great word that you use as far as critic. Because when you think of that, it's to critique someone. So with that, when we have certain individuals who have a more powerful voice in our life, and the more critical they are, the more we change into a very unhealthy version of ourselves, or it's almost the opposite direction of where we're supposed to go because that that critical voice is so loud and unfortunately when those people aren't even around anymore then we still act that same way based off of that critique because we still hear their voice telling us we should do this or we shouldn't do that and it's unfortunate but we often have many people in our lives who do that for us or do that to us yes you know uh, even that some creatives go away many others come come certainly, yeah, and, certainly. and it keeps shifting then we are acting try to please everybody yes. around. And they also teach us to be critics. We, mm, we critic everyone around us, but the worst critic we have is our own. Yes. And you know, why do you think that is that we all of a sudden have our own critical voice? Well, this is what we learn. Mm -hmm. Because the, the, it begins when we learned to love. Oh, interesting. I, interesting mm -hmm. to connect those two. Tell me more about that. Well, uh, we learn to love the same way like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. The way our parents love, our big brothers, sisters love, the way everybody around us love. And the way they love is with conditions. Mm. I love you if you let me control yes. you. Yes. 
Uh -huh. And the worst part is that we learn to love ourselves exactly the same way. I love myself if mm. I am a good actor. Wow. I love myself if I can perform and be accepted by everybody because we don't like to be rejected. Yeah. That's why it's so important the opinion of everybody around us. We want to please everybody. And by doing that, we lose little by little our authenticity until the moment comes that we know we are mm. acting. Wow. And that shifts everything. When we know that all of our life we, we act. And then we see everybody around us and they are also acting all the time. It puts a different perspective in there when you realize, oh, they're, they're acting at this time. This may not be their authentic self. And we can see how the actor is changing according how the stage changed because the stage, the stage is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And we need to adapt to that stage and keep performing. And this is very interesting because uh, the stage is changing all the time. Yeah. And you want to go to an old stage, it doesn't work anymore. Like if it's you true, want you to go back in the it is it's completely different than the way the stage is right now. If you go two years ago, 19, uh, 2019, mm -hmm. the stage was completely different. Yeah, It was That's normal. True. Or last year, 2020, <laughs> the pandemic. Then they changed the state for the does. entire world. Yes. And I like and, that because we often revert back to, you know, people will say, when I was, you know, in my 20s, I, I really miss when I was 20 years old or however old. And they, they try and relive that, recreate that. But you're absolutely right. My thinking back then was limited based off of how old I was. Now I have a lot more life experience. And what do I do with that? But if I continually try and do the same patterns or same habits, it's not going to work for me today. There's no way it will. No. And the stage changed completely. You are not the same that you was 20 years ago. Yeah. There are three questions. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There, there are three <laughs> things that your book talks about. It says you are, you're acting all the time. You believe the roles you play and you believe the roles that yes. other play. In this book yeah. here, how do you how do you help people just have that recognition or that awareness that someone is always playing a role or in other words that someone may be having their own inner critic talking to them the whole time coaching them to play the role how do you help people kind of live their life in a very authentic way well it's very simple once you have that awareness mm -hmm. and you see that your whole life you're acting trying to please all the critics and you see how many times you sacrifice yourself mm, in true. order to please the, uh, these people who want you to be the way they want you to be. And as, in that point, you no longer accept that mm -hmm. because now you claim yourself as an actor. Mm, I like that. And you recover your authenticity step by step. And you know you're recovering that authenticity because you no longer give your power to all those critics. You no longer live your life 
to please other people. Yeah. Now, finally, you think in yourself and just stop sacrificing. And of course, your life will be better and better and better because then you discover that you're the one who's, who write the script. Yes. And you keep writing the script all the time. We cannot blame anymore other people to make us be what we don't want to be. Then you can see how your authenticity, yeah. you're recovering and you can become stronger and stronger. I really like how you say that because you think about as an actor, that's one role you play. And then as you take your power back, then you evolve to another role as a screenwriter, as a director. And so it's the evolution of who you are as you have that awareness. And so once again, you get to play more roles, the more awareness you have. And I think that's really important because as a screenwriter, as a director, you are the one who directs how your life goes. You direct how you respond. You direct how you think. You direct what you do. And with that, it doesn't allow for situations, once, once again, to dictate what I say, what I do, how I interact with others. In the book, you do you know, give... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the only thing that perhaps you don't have control over is the stage. Correct. Yes. The stage keeps changing the even if you don't want to. Yes. Then when we know that as an actor, you, you will adapt to whatever is changing in the stage. And because you have that awareness, you have advantage to everybody else because they don't know. They mm -hmm. just suffer. Then you can decide to be either the victim, the villain, mm -hmm. or oh, the yeah. hero. Oh, I like that. You can, you can be the hero all the time. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah, it's funny. Um, it's funny when you say that because you're right. There, there are times I'm sure I don't realize, but I do play the villain. You know, I may not be the nicest person, don't realize it, but you're right. I subconsciously choose to play a role that I didn't realize I was playing, but the situation, I've allowed the situation to tell me, uh, to influence me how, what I'm going to say and what I'm going to do, which is quite funny when you say that. You know, that, that is important because there are many people who are very rigid. You know, I know for me, I really like my schedule. With my schedule, it's, it's set and it's sound. I'm, I've, I feel very good and I feel successful. But when life, as the stage that you were talking about, when that happens and when it changes, if we're too rigid in how we think, well, I need to act this way, I should do this thing, then unfortunately it doesn't allow for, like you said, the authenticity of who we are. How would you help people not be so rigid when it comes to the stage or when life happens? Well, you have to see that you're not the only one who is playing the role. Mm -hmm. There's many people around you, and perhaps in, in their script, mm -hmm. you are the villain or you are the victim. Oh, it's true. And That's maybe true. you are the hero. And That's the true. same in, in the, the actors who play with you, some of them you will see them as victims, some you're going to see them as villains, and some you're going to see them as heroes wow that's true how would you then have like for example if i'm if i'm talking to you and i have a perception of who you are which i think of you as a hero when when i have this opportunity and i do think of someone as a villain or I do think of them as as a victim or whatever it might be what what would you have us look at to say i want to choose to look at them as a hero but i see them as but i currently see them as a villain how do you help them change their mind shift to be able to recognize that well, first of all, you have to understand 
that every single human has his own stage, mm -hmm. and they are the main character mm -hmm. in, in what they're playing. Everybody else is a secondary character. Then we cannot know the script of mm. anyone who plays around sure. us. We only know our own. And for sure, none of those are real. Mm -hmm. Yours is not real. Theirs yeah. is not real either. Then when you understand that, we go to that fifth agreement. Be skeptical, but learn to listen. Mm. They're skeptical because you know no one has the truth. Exactly. Not even you. Correct. But if you listen, you have the opportunity to get the best from everyone. And that helps you to improve your life. Yes. Write a better script for yourself. And even if we don't like what the other person has said or what they've done, there's still an opportunity to learn. So I can learn from them by saying, okay, well, that's for, for example, that may be something I don't want to do in my own life, so I'm not going to do it. Or I'm yeah. really, I'm really interested in what they said and what they've done. I want to practice that. So even if we don't like what role mm -hmm. they play, we still have an opportunity to grow and develop ourselves. Yes, you can learn from their mistakes mm -hmm. before right. you do yours. Which I think is great because I would rather not have the mistake. Exactly. <laughs> have them do it for me. <laughs> now you know it didn't work for them. What makes yeah. you think it's gonna work for you? Exactly. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's funny that you say that because we often do that anyway. We we can see someone struggle mm -hmm. and then we do it ourselves. And if we just do what you just said, as far as if it didn't work for them, why would it work for you? But if we have that awareness, you know, and be skeptical about it and say, well, why, why would I do it? So it could stop us from going through a lot of heartache and pain. <laughs> then you will say no when you want to say yes. no or yes when you want to say yes. Yes, exactly. That gives you a lot of power. Yes, it certainly does. Well, unfortunately, John McGovern Ruiz, our time is up. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show. Our time literally flew by. If my listeners want to find out more information about you and to purchase this book, The Actor, that you wrote with Barbara Emery's, where would they find this information online? Well, go to my web, my web page. Okay. They have all the information about me, about my children, uh, and all the activity that we do. Wonderful. What is the website? Uh, in my web. Is it www.mcgalbertruiz.com? Yeah. And you have information about my children and myself. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Well, if my listeners aren't able to find the information any other place, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. In the show notes, you can find the information about the actor and Don Miguel Ruiz. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. You're welcome back anytime, sir. Oh, thank you. Blessing for everybody. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.